With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply just want to soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package to Sunscape Resorts and Spas and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. You guys, have you heard about Squarespace? You must have, because I talk about it all the time. Their website has helped me with my businesses, but it will also help you grow your business. And it really does take the guesswork out of building a website. They have so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. Now, one of our favorite product features is the Fluid Engine. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with a best-in-class website template and then customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. Stretch your imagination online with Fluid Engine, built in and ready to go on any new Squarespace site. Go to squarespace.com slash drama for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Oh my God, this summer, I just want to be sitting somewhere in the sun, reading a book all summer long. And I know that's not the reality, but I'm going to build this fantasy in my head and Macy's is going to help me do it. Do it. I'm going to get a caftan. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> I need you in one of those giant straw hats yes. that says Bon Voyage. Easy. Guys, check out Macy's.com for new bathing suits, beach towels, even floaties for the kids. They have all the poolside and beach essentials that we need for our summer and yours too. Shop at Macy's.com or in-store. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag or a watch that says it all. Jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. eBay gets it, so look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. First of all, you don't know me. <laughs> We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl, drama girl, cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens, smart girl, rough girl, fashion but you're tough girl, you could sit with us girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens, drama, drama queens, drama queens. Season 4, Episode 18, The Runaway Found. Finally, a positive title. <laughs> Air date, May 16, 2007. Uh, James James Lafferty is here, ladies and gentlemen. Woo! We are so excited to Yay! have him. My Nathan. Um, we were just joking. We always joke about how the, the titles of these episodes have been so depressing the last little while. So You brought us the sunshine, James. Thank you. Yes, you're welcome. My pleasure. <laughs> Synopsis, Nathan fears for his future as past mistakes come back to haunt him and Haley. 
Lucas hears a shocking confession after making contact with a mysterious witness to Keith's murder. Ooh. Brooke rekindles her friendship with Peyton after crossing paths with Chase. Ooh. That sounds so nice. ominous. But you guys literally did just like bump into each other in a parking lot. But in this synopsis, it makes it sound so that's dark. What, that's what I was thinking. It I was really like, does. That was one scene. Yeah. It was like a literal blip on the radar. Nothing mm-hmm. important happened there at all. So much important stuff happened with Dan, and he's not even in the synopsis. Oh, my God. We have a lot to talk about. That's weird. Yeah, we have a lot to talk about. Buried the lead there, I guess. This episode, to me, felt like somebody sat in a room, and they wrote down on little strips of paper all the things that like they needed to get through storylines. They just needed to tie up and finish, and then threw them in a hat, and then just pulled them <laughs> out one at a time. And pasted and it to a board. Taped them to the paper like a ransom note. Oh, yeah, exactly. Mm. It was so all over the place. My favorite episodes are when it's two totally different TV shows happening in the same episode. Like whatever you and James were doing, you two had this like loving, beautiful storyline about <laughs> communication. And Peyton was going to a prison under circumstances that have never existed in our judicial system ever. Like, can you imagine any prison on the planet letting a teenage girl just like walk down the hall? On the cell block. I was like, why are they not in the little visitor windows with the phones? This is not allowed. Mm. And the guy just shut the door and let you go in. Right. He locked her in. Shut the door. (laughs) Locked her in with all the inmates. I can't. Some serious dramatic effect going on there for sure. Was that at a real prison or did they did they build that? No. We went to a real prison one time. Yeah. The prison right next to the airport. Remember we would yeah, land yeah, and yeah. there's the prison right there? Yeah, yeah. Welcome to Wilmington. <laughs> yeah. There's like a sewage are. treatment plant in a prison. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then um Hollywood East. But no, they they built that on set, right? I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. I yeah. mean, here's my question though. When we get into this discussion of like all these weird storylines that don't match up. Did you always read the entire script or did you do what Antoine did and just look at your stuff? Like is all the, (laughs) is all the girl shit a surprise? Dude, I will never forget when Antoine told us all that he doesn't read the script just being like, (laughs) that is so awesome for some reason. And I don't know why. Mm-hmm. But I was no, I, I, I'm I'm way too much of a scary cat to not read the scripts. Like <laughs> I gotta read it all. I gotta know exactly what's going on just in case. Like yeah. I, I'm my character supposed to be aware of it or supposed mm-hmm. to inform anything. Like I just had that drilled into me. So I, I always read the scripts. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. And then I never watched the show. That's the thing. So like by the time I hadn't read the script and then shot it, I was like, I feel like I already know what happens. So why? Why, Why, am I watch it? Why am I going to watch it? Wait, yeah. so you never watched the show? I, I think I did like the first season, or uh-huh. but after the first season, no, I, I didn't. I've never liked watching myself that much. Um, mm. And um, and and again, like I just, it was so weird. I, I just, for some reason, I just felt like I knew what happened. I did know what happened. And so I just wasn't that compelled to see how it turned out. I just felt <laughs> like, it, I know it turned out great. People like it. So it's yeah, probably why Antoine did see all the episodes of the show because he never knew what was going to happen. Yeah, it was so a surprise. He always, <laughs> yeah, he was like, <laughs> "What's going on in. this week?" Dude, he would, yeah, he would come to set and be like, "Man, that was crazy. That was crazy." <laughs> what y'all did? <laughs> hey, y'all are good actors. You guys should do this for a living. <laughs> but he says that all the time. So funny. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, my God. Well, we've got Whitey right away kind of dealing with this press conference. Did you mm-hmm. believe the idea that this high school point shaving would have solicited 
a huge media presence at Tree Hill High School? Um, you know, at the time, I don't. I, I was so I, watching it this time. Yes, I was like, wait, what's going on here? Like, mm -hmm. but I, I do. I was so like plugged into basketball at the time um, mm -hmm. that I knew that you know every level of basketball from high school up has its own ecosystem of like. I'm sure betting, um, but also, mm. you know, rumors and news and, you know, high school students are being like recruited. And so they're getting like scores and like, this is a five-star recruit. This is a three-star recruit. And then it's big business where they go to college. Mm. Right. So mm -hmm. it's like that sort of, um, you know, th there's write-ups on great players in slam magazine, like when, when they're, you know, juniors in high school. Jeez. And so that, that mm. kind of, and so, you know, at the time I was like, you know, this is the story we're telling. We're telling the story of a, of a kid who's going to go to, you know, a national contender, possibly be in the NBA. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, there would 100% be media coverage around that. I didn't even know Slam Magazine wow. was a thing, James. I just learned something. I was just thinking the same thing. Yeah. As soon as you said that, I looked across the Zoom squares and I was like, he is telling a story and the three of us are going, uh-huh. <laughs> Well, <laughs> no, here's, here's what I love, though. Here's what I love, though. Whoever wrote this episode, who shall remain nameless, definitely knew that part of the story, had probably mm. read Slam Magazine, researched that part. The prison part, not so much. We didn't Google that. Not so much. Not so much. Right, Listen. right, right. And I guess it, it would have it helped for some context there as well, just to, like, let us know, just to remind people who are not in the know that, like, this is a big, this, is, this would be a huge, would be and is a big deal. Yeah. Um, like maybe this happened to somebody else, you know, in the past or, you know, another player, you know, this is a perfect example or whatever, but, but yeah, yeah. but, but I mean, I, you know, I haven't watched as much basketball lately or, you know, I don't read slam magazine anymore. So, um, <laughs> like watching it this time, I was like, hang on, what the hell happened here? Like what's going right. on? Yeah. But, but yeah, I think it, I think it tracks. I don't know about having the press conference, like in At the school. like a common area of the school, <laughs> That just seems like bad. That's production. more of a budget issue than a but, reality you know. issue. It's actually really interesting that you say that, though. That there is, there is. I mean, duh. There's a whole ecosystem for this. It's a. It's one of the biggest sports in the world. But that feels like there would have been such a cool opportunity when Nathan went to see Dan to talk about his fears and talk about the fact that there were investigators around. That would have been such a cool opportunity for Dan to tell Nathan a story that would have clued in the audience that didn't subscribe to slam magazine about how serious <laughs> this was, yeah. you know, he's like, Nathan, let me show you this issue of slam magazine. Yes, <laughs> yes. In the summer of 1992, he pulls out a shoe yeah. box. Yeah. yeah. We, exactly. we do a lot of theorizing. Yeah, Dan had his own stuff going on. Didn't he? That was, this was a huge episode for Paul. Yeah, what a great performance. I think him yeah. and uh, Matt Barr, they like saved this episode of their performances to me. That was beautiful. Well, I just want to know what was happening in the ecosystem of our show that not only did we have the Matt Barr horror storyline, but now we have like all these horror storylines converging. Like you've got a teenage yeah. girl being gaslit by her mother and Dan Scott pointing a gun in a store like, and like- I know. Like- Everything's a horror film except for you well, two. It was the same thing. Yeah. It, except for us always. Yeah. But it was the same thing over again. So like now we're watching a crazy man hold two women hostage mm -hmm. again. Yeah. Like two episodes later. It's really interesting because in the beginning when you go to see him, James, and you are talking about what's happening and 
you know, you're a boy who's afraid talking to his dad. And he, I wrote down what he said. He said, stay cool, deny everything, pray no one ever uncovers the truth. Mm. And you know he's talking about himself. He's mm. telling you what he's been doing since he shot Keith. And he's starting to lose it. Like, he looks like he's going to cry. Joy, do you remember? You were like, what is going yeah. on with in Paul's eyes? It's so interesting. And it opens in this space where you're like, whoa, we're really going to get inside what Dan's going through. And then he holds these women hostage and makes it all about Karen was supposed to be mine. And I'm like, wait a second. We're in weird, like, male possessiveness over women, like their trophies. He shot somebody. Like, it just went completely off the rails. That's where I feel he like I got somebody. pulled out of a hat. <laughs> yeah. And they were just like, he'll say this. But then he handed them this little weird rag doll at the end. I, I was so What confused. was with the doll? I don't know. Paul did such a great job because that's one of those things when you're handed material that you just read and you're like, what the hell is this? Mm -hmm. How am I supposed to make sense out of this? And there's really only one way to do it, and that's to commit fully <laughs> and just go all the yeah. way in you know you're yeah. just gonna look stupid otherwise so he really committed yeah but he i feel like he also played the nuance really well too you know like that yeah. scene where he like goes mm -hmm. into the house with abby and her Ooh. mom is 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 kind of like you know you're watching it you're like this is this is up but it was terrifying but he did such he did such a great job of like walking this line of 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 being dominant to get what he wants in that moment but also being like like afraid you know yeah. and, and sort yeah. of like he was like begging and demanding at the same time mm. which is not an easy thing to do mm -hmm. um and especially mm. when you're like depicting a situation like that where you are so clearly the aggressor um I, I thought he just did a really good job of of walking the line between like dangerous and desperate um and mm, yeah. this in this episode yep that's so it's weird it's weird to see someone with that big of a body right yes. and you're literally yeah. watching paul do everything he can not to manhandle those women who are trying to push him out and it's this strange kind of like terminator walk mm. where he doesn't have to push them down on the couch he doesn't have to do anything mm, physical with the women presence. it's just like a pheromone that's like making people recoil mm -hmm. from him uh, it's scary dude, he like fills up the doorway yeah. like, you open the door and it's all dan <laughs> just yeah. like, completely wow and he's just holding yeah. this brown paper bag mm -hmm. what's in the bag dan what's in the bag <laughs> <laughs> oh man i can't tell you how many times i have been i get, get this little notification pop up it tells me that i've subscribed to something that i don't know even what it is and it's like oh 39.99 or 62.45 annually is coming up do you want it? And I'm like, I don't know what this is. I have, I have too no many idea. Going on in, you know, so many things going on in my day. When am I going to have time to go dig through all these files and figure out what's what? I need help. And I mm -hmm. think we figured out the way. Rocket Money, it's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of 500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses. I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, Rocket Money can help me cancel it with just a few taps. 
Yeah, I love how the dashboard just shows me this month's spending compared to last month so I can clearly see my spending habits. Plus, they'll help me create a custom budget and it keeps my spending on track. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. So cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash queens. That's rocketmoney.com slash queens. Rocketmoney.com slash queens. So I play this little game every morning where I leave the house looking decrepit. And then I drop my children off at school. And then I get to my office and I take out a nice, cute little bag that came with my Thrive Cosmetic order. And with just a couple of products, I'm able to look like a normal, happy, healthy human again. It's incredible. I love these products. Thrive Cosmetics has a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look. With clean, skin-loving ingredients, their foolproof products make it easy for any skill level to apply. Now, a few of my favorite products include their incredible Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner. It's easy-to-use waterproof pencil, holds like wax, and blends like a powder. Just line brows to give them some structure and create natural-looking strokes of hair to fill in sparse brows. It comes with a spoolie brush to lift and tame brows after applying the pencil, and there are eight shades to choose from that adjust to your natural brow color for a perfect match every time. Now, my other favorite product, I've been talking about this forever, is the Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. Their unique formula creates tubes around each eyelash to lengthen them. And it's super easy to remove, you guys. This is my favorite part. It just slides right off with warm water, doesn't leave smudges, doesn't pull your eyelashes out. It's incredible. Its nourishing ingredients support longer, stronger, and healthier-looking lashes over time. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash drama. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash drama for 10% off your first order. I think this is such a brilliant invention and I wish somebody had come up with it earlier, but I'm glad we have it now. (laughs) You know, I've been doing theater since I was a little kid. My mom has all these videotapes of me and all these productions. And then we also have all of our family movies and all of the family photo albums and all of the everything that just takes up so much space. And I'm so grateful that Legacy Box created this whole platform to be able to condense these amazing memories down into something that's actually tangible and easy to access. Well, and with Mother's Day fast approaching, it is a great gift for the whole family. So you can relive moments like wedding days, first steps, or the embarrassing haircut you had in the 90s. You can (laughs) reconnect with your family's history and hear your grandmother's voice again for the first time. Yes, the process is so easy. You just send in your legacy box filled with old VHS tapes, camcorder tapes, and pictures. And their team professionally digitizes everything by hand in the USA. You'll get everything back on the cloud or a thumb drive along with your originals. It's so easy. Yeah. I mean, again, the VHSs, my my new project is that I found Jeffrey's big, huge storage containers of VHS. And ah. he was making TV shows in the late 80s, early 90s that I never got to see. This so is good. my chance. So all of his pilots that never that never aired. Girl, right. I love Ugh. those old beta tapes. Yes. <laughs> so you guys can do this too. join over one point five million families that have trusted Legacy Box with their memories. Just go to LegacyBox.com slash drama to save 60% during their best Mother's Day sale ever. That's LegacyBox.com slash drama.
Friends, we need a second to talk about Squarespace. Squarespace has so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. Now, one of the product features that I love is their asset library. You can upload, organize, and access all of your content from one place. With the new asset library, you're able to manage all of your files from one central hub and use them across the Squarespace platform. They also have flexible website templates, so you can get started with one of their professional website templates with designs for every category and use case. Then you just customize your look, update content, and add features to fit your unique needs. You can make any Squarespace template do what you want, so your idea, your brand, or your business stands out online on every device. Plus, they will make selling your products on an online store a breeze. Whether you sell physical, digital, or service products, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. Go to squarespace.com drama for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. I've got thoughts. Ooh, okay. What are your thoughts? Here's what struck me, because I watched this episode separately from you guys. And yeah. And James, just so you know, we talk about all the things going on behind the scenes as well as what was going on camera. And so everyone knows that the end of season four was a particularly weird time for me with our boss. Mm. I Last week we watched the Honey Grove episode, and I was like, I was hiding in a hotel room with James half the time, stealing the walkie-talkies mm. from the AD department, just like <laughs> right. hiding out. But in this episode, I can tell that I'm, like, not doing well. I'm super broken out. I'm super stressed. I'm not super checked into my performance. And you've got two storylines where women are confronting men who have assaulted them, saying, Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell. You can't do this to me anymore. And the men are pushing back. Ian Ian Banks, the bad guy named after my boyfriend at the time. They used my boyfriend's Mm -hmm. name. Are you serious? That's right. It was, yeah. He's like, you're a tease. You asked for this. You're a tease. You asked for this. Abby tells Dan, I'm going to tell, and is very quickly put in her place. No, you are not. Right? Mm. And they hired Sean Young, who had been a very, very successful young actress who had the world at her feet and Mm -hmm. who very publicly had her part reduced in Wall Street because she had conflict with Oliver Stone, who had been Mm -hmm. replaced in other movies because she was outspoken and who had been dragged through the mud publicly for speaking out against her bosses. And Mm. to me, it felt like a really deliberate casting because this is too small of a part for her. There's no reason why they shouldn't have cast a local actress except to have kind of this example of like, this is what happens when you're a pain in the ass. And I was a pain in the ass. Yeah, they were firing a warning shot. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, she mm-hmm. was, I mean, it's, she was pretty much run run out. Was this her only episode? I think so. I mean, I don't know that we see Abby again. Mm-mm. Yeah. I mean, they leave. Lucas goes at the end of the episode and their house is empty. But Abby, doesn't Abby come back? I feel like Allison came back. I don't know. She was a great actress. Do you remember working with so Allison good. in the classroom, James? Yeah, no, I remember that. Was that season yeah. three or season two? Uh, three. Season three. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember being struck by how good she was, and she was su- she was super young, right? Like at that time, wasn't she like she's little? She's 14 like fifteen, 14 or something. 16s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I remember being like, hey, man, she's she's a beast. Like she was yeah. really had this crazy, you know, emotional reservoir, and was just really like locked in as well. I just remember her being super mm-hmm. focused, super locked yeah. in, and um, that's One not an episode. easy thing to do. Show up on a set like mm-hmm. that as a kid, and um just make mincemeat out of those scenes, you know? Yeah, I mean, especially if, like, (sighs) there's so much pressure. Like, that was a huge episode for anyone to come in. We talked to Colin a lot about coming in for the school shooting episode and just having to perform, because the weight of it is so much more than just, like, you know, a typical episode of television. You've got to carry the emotional weight of a nation of viewers. Um and so she doesn't get let off the ropes. Now she's got to do it this many episodes later. What did you guys think about the fact that her mom was like gaslighting her and saying, your name's not Abby, is it? Oh, no, no. She was trying to prove that she was trying to prove to Lucas that Abby's gone crazy, that all she can ever do is just shake her head. So she was trying to, she was trying to like put a chink in the, in the, uh, in the armor of him thinking that she had confirmed his theory. Yeah. I, I I wrote down, I said, is the mom coaching her to do this to keep her safe? Cause the mayor's the murderer. And then it's like literally in my notes. And then two pages later, Abby is pretending. Yeah. So this, that just goes to show the folks at home. We literally don't remember what we did. No. (laughs) But so strange. So strange. Yeah. That they came in and never came back. That that's it. That's their last both of their last mm-hmm. episode. That is wild because it really did feel like a jumping off point more than anything else, I feel like, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that idea that the mom not that it makes it right, by the way. I, I imagine it would be very traumatizing were this real for a teenager to have their parent <laughs> treating them that way. But this idea that you're so terrified that the you know, the guy in charge of your town got away with murder. He murdered his sibling. Yeah. So you think I cannot let him kill my kid. I can't let this come down on my kid. My kid who goes to school with this guy's kids. Yeah. And so maybe, I mean, there's obviously the behind the scenes stuff, which you brought up, Hill, but I feel like the way they probably pitched it in the writer's room was there's just so much fear that as soon as Abby said it, they're running out of town. Mm. Yeah. Right. Or it's like, yeah, it's her way of her way of protecting her. Like you're mm-hmm. um it's best to just not touch this at all and stay away from it because it's it's too dangerous kind of thing. I don't mm. know. It feels yeah. like a spicy Lifetime movie, like those rip-from-the-headline yeah. movies about moms that make their kids be sick. What is that, Munchausen syndrome? Munchausen? Yeah. Yes. You're in a wheelchair yeah. now, Abby. Deal with it. Oh, God. This Oy. whole episode actually was a kind of a cheesy cheesy uh, TV movie, wasn't it? <laughs> Like Except even just the po- like the point no but the point shaving that's its own movie like basketball yeah. star shaves points what's going to happen will his brother take the fall you know and then the you guys with your yeah. going to the prison thing yeah i mean this was this was definitely around the time in the show when things started moving at this pace right like yeah. um i mean there was always things that happened that were a little bit out there sometimes but i feel like they started happening more often around around this time, right? We were really water skiing toward that shark at this point. <laughs> you know? yes. We're moving towards it. We're going to jump. They had started making fun of us on the soup, right? And rather than be offended yeah. by it, I feel like our bosses saw an opportunity to lean into it and say, great, 
any press mm-hmm. is good press. Let's really make them talk say. about us. But let's talk yeah. about how, as actors, that made us feel. Like, James, do you remember our show being on the soup and being made fun of? I do. Yeah, yeah. When would, when was that? Oh, yes, Psych made fun of us, too. They did. Psych yeah. made fun of us all the time. Yeah, I... I it's, it's interesting because I always felt like there was... Um, the way that our fan, there was like two worlds, like our, our show made like an impact in, in two very different ways with two very mm-hmm. different groups of people. It was like the, the industry kind of saw our show one way and then fans um, saw our show a- another way. Like um, we were not, yeah, if that makes sense, like yeah. so it wasn't yeah. ever mm-hmm. really like a surprise to me that a show like the soup would make fun of us. And when they did make fun of us, I thought they kind of nailed it. Like right. it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like, all right, that's you know, true. I, and I, I didn't hate being on the soup. I thought it was like, it's sort of like a, you know, a little badge of honor in a yeah. way. Um, <laughs> but I also always had the, I, I guess I just, yeah, I got satisfaction out of knowing that it, it, you know, people, people still, people dug it. There were people out there who did like it and were taking those twists and turns with us. Um, and, and, mm. you know, I, I'm not really sure how we did that, like how we struck that, well, walk that line, mm-hmm. um, struck that tone. Um, it's, it's something original to our show at least, you know? Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, and I, I don't know if it's the reason that we didn't find a bigger audience or it's the reason, part of the reason why we just have the audience that we do. Um, like it's, it's so hard mm-hmm. to know like, yeah. what, yeah. what the impact of all of that really was, but, um, I, I just try to take it in stride, I guess. Well, and I think yeah. to your point that that sort of mix, that seesaw, it is fun to watch heightened drama. Yeah. It's fun. It's engaging. We enjoy it. It's, it's, you know, a similar version to your point earlier. It's why people like horror movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we also had so much heart. We had that, we had those realities. We had, you know, um, I, I wrote down something about how in that first scene when the two of you are at the river court, Nathan and Haley are on the picnic oh, table. Oh, so cute. And, oh my God. And you're like, just expressing all your fears to your person. And, and it's so... Like, it's just so poignant. I, I, I made a note about the apparent pain on your face. And then when you go to the to do your press conference and you actively choose not to be Dan mm-hmm. and you give this composed speech, but it's clearly so poignant, you get to see growth. And yeah, most kids aren't dealing with point shaving because of gambling in a high school. Like th- the container is <laughs> ridiculous, but what you guys put in it is very real. And even even the Brooke and Peyton in this episode, you know, the container of a psycho Derek. Oh, God. Is insane. But friends showing up for each other after somebody Mm. gets assaulted and saying, that guy, his shame. Mm -hmm. It never matters what you're wearing. You didn't do anything wrong. You are not a tease. That is his problem. And we're going to fight back. That is something that almost every group of female friends I know has had to do at one point or another in their lives. And it's real. And I think mm. those are the things, to your point, James, like that's what I think the fans click into is 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 what was made real inside of a TV show. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a really good point. I mean, I mean, just to run with that a little bit, like I I watched, uh, Alex and I watched Firefly Lane on Netflix. Have you guys seen that? Yeah. The yeah. Catherine Heigl show. Um, and I remember like, 
as as I was watching it, like I, I I remember thinking like, oh man, this is like this kind of reminds me of like One Tree Hill in some ways, <laughs> um, and you know it feels a little bit soapy. But I just I stuck I stuck with it, and by the end of the show, I like obviously now I like love the show, and I can't wait for the rest of it to come out and stuff. Same. You're so cute. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I realized like watching the show, like, oh, this is why this is why soap works is because mm-hmm. they take you to these like crazy extreme ends sometimes where you're like, okay, what am I doing here? But yeah, it, but they trick you, like they they get you, mm-hmm. they get you to believe it for that second. And when they get mm-hmm. you to believe it, and then something like you were saying, Sophia, like something um like really organic and like relatable comes from it, then mm-hmm. you're just like it's like you've been at like a like you've just been watching a magician do his thing for an hour and you, and suddenly you're like um this guy's like the coolest person in the world right like, right this guy <laughs> is cool. like we're kind you know of I mean? conditioning the audience to do what we do when we have to have a reaction and there's just a c stand and a tennis ball mm-hmm. yeah. in that yeah. way like we're we're teaching the you know the audience is buying something that is clearly not real but because the emotion behind it and the people that are there feel connected to reality they mm-hmm. go there with us yeah, it's a totally different way of storytelling, but like mm-hmm. it, it does work if done right, I guess. Yeah. I spent the first trimester of my pregnancy with Gus in Puerto Rico. And <gasps> if you're going to be sick and grumpy and tired, it's such a beautiful place. Like it really <laughs> fixes a lot. It really is. I shot a movie there and I shot my first commercial there when I was 14 years old. It was so fun. And I've been back Three times since then, uh, my cousin used to live there, and it's just a fabulous place. I love it. I learned this word from Gina Rodriguez, who is probably the biggest Puerto Rico fan of all of us. Puerto <laughs> is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than just a name. It's a way of life. It's a representation of the spirit of the island, you know? The unique Boricua spirit infuses the music and welcoming spirit of the island in Puerto Rico. If you can hear the music, you're invited to the party. Mm. Sometimes it's salsa, sometimes it's plena, sometimes it's reggaeton. No matter what the rhythm is calling to you, when you hear it, it's always time to dance. All I want to do now is dance with y'all. Let's go. (laughs) Well, in Puerto Rico, you can't step outside without hearing music. Puerto Rico has renowned bars and nightlife and a welcoming spirit. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Nothing is more fun for me than decorating, whether it's like I've moved, I have to go on location somewhere, or my friends are moving. I just want to design people's houses. (laughs) It's happy. And you know, like a place goes from just being, you know, like a box you live into a home. Only Wayfair has everything you need to bring that Mm -hmm. vision to life. I can attest to this personally. I am on this site all the time finding amazing things for my home. Wayfair is the place to shop for everything home from sofas and beds to dining sets and decor. No matter your style or budget, there is a Waberhood in every zip code brought to life by everyone who makes their home truly their own with Wayfair. A huge selection of home goods ranging from appliances and area rugs to beds and wall art. Everything you need for your living room, outdoor areas, bedroom and more. Wayfair makes it easy with fast and free shipping, even on the big stuff. And they'll even help you set it up. Every style is welcome in the Waberhood. Visit Wayfair.com or get the Wayfair mobile app. That's W-A-Y-F-A-I-R.com. Wayfair, every style, every home. Okay, friends, we are here to help you out. Mother's Day is May 12th. 
that means it's fast approaching. So instead of scrambling last minute this year, Hillary and I think you should try Macy's for your Mother's Day gifts. Oh, we sure do. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. You can shop by price, like $25 and under to $100 and under, categories like fragrance, handbags, and more, or their gift lists like for the mom who has everything, or for grandma, or for gifts that are already wrapped. Macy's is making it so easy on you. Find top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frame, Polaroid cameras, Samsung smart TV, the frame, which I have a couple of, love them. They're all at Macy's.com slash gift finder. Head on over to Macy's.com slash gift finder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. I know there's a couple folks out there that don't know what they're doing for this summer yet. Um, So we have that solved for you. We figured it out. You are going to go to CheapCaribbean.com to find deals on all your favorite, all-inclusive destinations, and you're going to spend your summer in paradise. Yeah, guys, come on. Take a break. You work hard. Everybody's working so hard. Mm. Swim up to the bar in Punta Cana or sit with your toes in the sand on the shores of Cancun. You can score an extra $175 off site-wide vacations of four nights or more now through June 3rd. Summer is going to be here before you know it. So do your deal and find vacays in your price range at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. Do you also feel that we were kind of doing tag team wrestling? Because like a group of us would get to do something really earnest and heartfelt while the other group had to like get into the ring and do the slapstick body slam, like crazy shit. Yeah, we're always trading yeah. places. We were always, yeah. there's not one single episode where we're all just like steady. Like there's, <laughs> there's a hitch in the giddy up always. Who, yeah. who was your, your most mischievous partner? You know, you've got good stuff with Chad in this episode that I want to talk about. Obviously, mm. you and Joy had 27 years worth of marital strife <laughs> to conquer. Marital strife. Yeah, but you also had, you had Brett Claywell, you had Tyler Hilton, you had Robert Buckley after I was gone. Like, mm. like who are the people that when you read the script, you were like, uh-oh, we're going to get into some trouble. <laughs> oh, man. Well, definitely, you know, Tim. I mean, I ended up in like a Girl Scout costume with Tim uh, very early on. <laughs> oh, um, so fun. But then as the show went on, um, yeah, I mean, Chris Keller, like uh, oh. every time Chris Keller came to town, it was like. You guys were magic I feel together. like I feel like all of us were like praying that our characters would bounce off of him while <laughs> yes, he was there. For always. how long he was going to be there, you know? So um, fun. He was so great and s- such an amazing energy and just like. Like the guy is so just magnetic on mm-hmm. screen. Like no mm-hmm. matter no matter what he's doing, I mean, I can't. He's just gets away with his character gets away with murder because he's so friggin' charming. Yeah, and I think um, I I love that stuff. I loved yeah. you know because when because he, then I could go as low as I wanted. I could just be mm. like baseline. I had to do anything when he was around. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Perfect straight man. That yeah. was it. it. Was like it was the straight. It was the Abbott and Costello of it all with the, with the two mm-hmm. of you on camera. Always, it was the straight man and the funny man. But it worked so well because you both leaned in so hard to your role. 
Yeah, it's so fun to not, to to know that you're in a funny scene, but not have the pressure of having to be funny. Just oh being God, like, this yeah. is gonna be funny because he's funny. <laughs> you know? But when the two of you did that episode where you were in Nathan's hatchback and the tape got <laughs> stuck and played that ridiculous song over and over again, like I need you to know that the three of us. Watching that episode, we're like, we want this to be a movie. Whole movie. Where is this movie? <laughs> like, these two need to have their own yes. ridiculous, like, slapstick adventure that lasts a full two hours. Like, we need yep. it. As as audience members, we need it. Oh, that's You two awesome. should just yeah, play firefighters or something. Do a firefighter comedy. Just, like, dudes Ooh. being dudes on a ladder. That would be fun. <laughs> I love that ladder. idea. Yeah. Love. Fine. One's afraid of heights and one's not. And there you go. That's the show. Perfect. But your partner in this episode is your brother, right? And I love, love, love this conflict mm. that you have with Lucas because it's so real. You have been giving mm. marching orders by your dad just to shut up, right? Mm. And you tell Lucas, don't touch it. Don't touch the thing. Don't touch it. And what does mm-hmm. he do? He's got to go be a martyr with Whitey. Go be a hero. So Lucas. Well, Haley showed up. Haley didn't help much either. She was the one that was sort of like needling the, which is actually, I thought so interesting that Haley, the girl that grew up with such, you know, good, good parenting and strong morals and values and was like, no, you got to always do the right thing. When push comes to shove, she's the one who gets a little waffly and Nathan's the one who decides Mm. the the kid who grows up without any of that's being set. In fact, the opposite example is set for him. And he's the one who has to make that decision and does it with flying colors. Um, I thought that was really interesting. Mm-hmm. Kind of telling, I guess. Very um, very human of us. Yeah, I mean, it was... Yeah, I thought that was interesting as well. Like, Haley's role in this whole in this whole thing. Um, I mean, she's obviously... It, it's kind of funny. Like, I, I got this feeling of, like, seeing Haley, you know, pregnant. With, like, this thing that means more than all of it. And like talking about this stuff, I, I I kind of felt for Haley like like are you not annoyed with these guys yet? Like we <laughs> <laughs> got, got way bigger fish to fry here, right? <laughs> um, but but yeah, I, I thought you did a great job, of, and I I really like like Haley and the relationship between Haley and Lucas and Nathan. You know, like mm-hmm. I always thought that was such an interesting dynamic because like Haley and Lucas are so that's like so part like it's like the dna of the show like i remember that relationship so well from the pilot mm-hmm. episode you know being so cool and so mm-hmm. um but i don't know how often we went back to it and it was cool to see that in this episode like i'm glad i got an episode where i got to see that that dynamic between yeah. you guys because it was really great yeah. you know what's cool is like nathan and lucas are brothers but they don't they didn't grow up as brothers they don't know how to be siblings Haley mm-hmm. grew up with Lucas as a sibling. Yeah. And so Haley and her relationship with Nathan gets to teach the boys how to be siblings with each other. Like you are mm-hmm. absolutely mm-hmm. their usher into that relationship. Yeah. And it's cool that you could yeah. have that sibling conversation, Joy. You could have it with Lucas and then explain Lucas mm-hmm. to Nathan because you see that the immediate reaction is conflict. It's like, damn. But Haley also gets to, she gets to qualify things for them. I I was taken aback. It was another thing I jotted down. When you look at Nathan and say, he's your best friend and your brother. And I was like, oh my God, 
are they best friends? <laughs> like, they are you know, now. It's, this, it's just this wild moment where you, you qualify, you know, in, in a, in a scene that wasn't as well written as that one, you would have been doing exposition about like, how far are you two have come in your relationship? <laughs> wah, wah. There was no time for that in this episode. Exactly. <laughs> but it was this really simple declarative statement, but it, it was a big deal because you put words to it and we've seen it for a long time, but I don't know that we've heard anyone say that before and it's striking and it is very cool that she gets to be, you know, she's the connective tissue for these two. And then the, the three of them mm. really build what you were saying, James, that relationship. Yeah. This is the season for Haley of, of she's definitely like the connective tissue in a lot of storylines. I feel like this, she's yeah. entering into this season of like where I did a lot of bouncing around of expl- making people explaining things and yeah. making people understand each other and yeah. like trying to keep everything like <laughs> yeah. afloat. She's literally being everyone's mom. Cause none of us yeah. have parents. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> fitting because you know she's about to be a mom so exactly uh, but anyway i loved nathan's choice i thought it was really cool that he got up there and you know made the made the Mm -hmm. right choice in spite of everything that was on the line how how often are are you three in scenes together in this show like i noticed that there's like some really good stuff with with you guys at the end and which is there's just such an ease between you three like in the in these characters it was really cool to see that Mm. Um, it was like perfect representation of what the show stands for right there in that scene with yeah. you three. Um, yeah. But like, does that happen? I can't remember. Like, does that happen quite often? Or was that like... It a- did, but it's petered out a little bit over the last season. But we've also it definitely ebbs and flows. Characters. Yeah. 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 Mm. But I did love that very similarly in the triangle with Haley, Nathan, and Lucas, the, the triangle of the female friendships between us is so special. And whether you get, you know, moments of Brooke and Haley having time, Peyton and Haley having time, Brooke and Rachel or Peyton and Brooke, like we have a lot of great female duos, but when the three of us are together, it does feel special. And it's cool that you see that James, like when, when Haley comes in and we get the, you know, dun, 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 like who's in the apartment, (laughs) who's here, but then it's, yeah, but then it's the three of us and it's, it's that iconic scene. Like the thing that probably gets shared with me the most is Brooke's warrior speech. Mm-hmm. And and the three of us sitting in that bed, these young girls who've been through so much together and they're choosing to take what's happened to them and celebrate their strength. It it is kind of this iconic moment. And I mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. do think there is something really special about when the three of us get to be together. Yeah. Absolutely there is. Yeah. Is there anybody who didn't live in that apartment at some point? Like, I'm so pumped that Mouth. Hazen, yeah. yeah. Like, I was going to say Mouth. Didn't live. Mouth is the only person. In the apartment. <laughs> God, that apartment set. That like, apartment. You knew. Did we even still have that in season five? No. Or did it go away? I, I don't know. Surely no. <laughs> right? I forgot that we moved in together in that apartment. Zero recollection. Yeah. None. Last week, I was like, wait, what? Is that going to happen? But super cute that Brooke, like, repainted the whole bedroom. Yeah. I didn't. I forgot that. that Same. Was so I did, lovely. too. I got a little tear. I was like, she painted it red. Like, Aww. it was iconic and totally caught me off guard. It caught me off guard, too. That's what's funny. It's such a poignant moment. And it is one that until I saw it in front of my face, I forgot we had done. 
<laughs> yeah. Wait, did they and, redo the bathroom in your apartment though? Because y'all had some goofy tile in that apartment. That whole apartment set was problematic. You know what? I was struck by how not aspirational the sets were. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh. like, and, and I kind of like it. Like, I'm kind of into it because I felt like, when, you know, when I see like Nathan and Haley's apartment or, you know, your, your apartment, like some of these sets, I'm like, this, but this, you know, feels real. Know. You, you watch like sitcoms and other shows and stuff and yeah. everybody, no matter what job they have, is living in like a massive, like, 2000 square foot like exposed brick loft right right <laughs> <laughs> like the friends yeah. apartment and you're the like perfectly what decorated the hell is uh-huh. going on yeah but like i feel like our sets were like they they pretty closely reflected uh, at least in the beginning like where people live like where yeah. mm-hmm. you know m- like like what what a, what a first apartment would actually look like <laughs> and what furniture would be in it and yeah, and like, yeah, yeah, what furniture would be in it, and like, maybe you're you don't have time or money to like decorate right away or like paint the walls and stuff, or maybe you got some, like you said, maybe you got some funky tiling from the last Ooh. person that lived there or something. But <laughs> yeah. like, totally. that 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 part of it felt pretty real to me. Yeah, um, you know, not aesthetically pleasing, but. You know, it's interesting that they let us do that. James, there's like one episode where all of a sudden there's just this like wall of bubbles that you've put in the apartment to surprise. Sophia Sophia. just choked on her coffee. Oh my God, I just almost spit coffee out of my mouth. A wall of bubbles? It like wasn't an aquarium. It was just a wall that like had bubbles floating up. Like a a feature wall? Yes. It was solely for the purpose of a transition scene. Yeah, because there was they, somebody had brought it in to our apartment for a transition moment in a scene what, what, from a prom or what was it? What go? I got it. You when when you guys are supposed to go on your honeymoon to London mm-hmm. and then the car crash happens and you don't get to go, you go back to the apartment finally. And Nathan had this big surprise waiting for Haley, and he turned the whole apartment into London. Except it's like giant artwork of red telephone booths and big weird red chairs. And then there's a bubble wall next to the mural of the London Bridge, mm-hmm. and it only exists so Nathan can have a drowning flashback. <laughs> oh my God, that's right. So ridiculous. You guys, it is burned into my brain. Oh, that's hilarious. Whatever happened to that storyline? Wait a second. Where did it go? Where did it go? You were having all of these like flashes, and you know, after the after the limo went off the bridge. Yeah. This sweet boy with so much PTSD, and everyone's just like, you're a basketball star, you're fine. He's fine. Uh, <laughs> oh, and it just kind of, it just didn't really go anywhere. I'm no. trying to remember. No, James, your character had PTSD for basically a whole season and it was, you yeah. know, attempted suicides multiple times. I mean, there was some really dark stuff in there. It was gnarly. Do you ever have people come up and talk to you about that? Because I have people come up to me and talk to me about sexual assault all the time based on the, you know, crazy psycho Derek stuff. And mm-hmm. you don't think about that when you're filming it. But then when we start going mm. to conventions and stuff like that, I don't know if you've ever had anyone kind of put those puzzle pieces together. Um, not in like a specific way with a specific thing, I think, that helped. I mean, I, I've, I've had, um, you know, I've had people tell me that the show got them through, um, you know, mm. a really tough time in their life mm-hmm. and things like that. Um, but I, I don't think I've ever had anybody say like this thing that your character went through in particular helped me get through this particular thing. Um, I'm not, I'm not sure that I've had that, but 
but certainly um you know have have had people tell me that you know the show was 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 there for them you know while they're like yeah. stuck in a hospital for you know months or something like that like that to me yeah. i feel like is the the that's the thing that makes me the most happy is when you know it's like we i feel like we made something that was actually because i had that for my myself like there are shows mm -hmm. that i will go to because i need to be comforted you know firefly and the lane fact that, like we made <laughs> something true. like yeah <laughs> now firefly lane yeah um <laughs> so I, I just feel like it's really cool to, to be a part of something that is is that for someone yeah, yeah. Us too it's one of the greatest very special honors about being a part of this show for sure I spent the first trimester of my pregnancy with Gus in Puerto Rico. And if you're going to be sick and grumpy and tired, it's such a beautiful place. Like it really fixes a lot. It really is. I shot a movie there and I shot my first commercial there when I was 14 years old. It was so fun. And I've been back three times since then. Uh, my cousin used to live there and it's just a fabulous place. I love it. I learned this word from Gina Rodriguez, who is probably the biggest Puerto Rico fan of all of us. Puerto <laughs> is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than just a name. It's a way of life. It's a representation of the spirit of the island, you know? The unique Boricua spirit infuses the music and welcoming spirit of the island in Puerto Rico. If you can hear the music, you're invited to the party. Mm. Sometimes it's salsa, sometimes it's plena, sometimes it's reggaeton. No matter what the rhythm is calling to you, when you hear it, it's always time to dance. All I want to do now is dance with y'all. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> well, in Puerto Rico, you can't step outside without hearing music. Puerto Rico has renowned bars and nightlife and a welcoming spirit. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Okay, friends, we are here to help you out. Mother's Day is May 12th. That means it's fast approaching. So instead of scrambling last minute this year, Hillary and I think you should try Macy's for your Mother's Day gifts. Oh, we sure do. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. You can shop by price, like $25 and under to $100 and under, categories like fragrance, handbags, and more, or their gift lists like for the mom who has everything, or for grandma, or for gifts that are already wrapped. Macy's is making it so easy on you. Find top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frame, Polaroid cameras, Samsung smart TV, the frame, which I have a couple of, love them. They're all at Macy's.com slash gift finder. Head on over to Macy's.com slash gift finder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. So therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. Mm. I've had um, plenty of times in my life and seasons where I have needed a safe space where I could just uh, know that there was no judgment. I could just sort of dump out whatever I was thinking. And sometimes mm. even just hearing myself say things out loud made it mm -hmm. easier to go, wait a second, actually, I don't believe that. Why am I carrying that narrative around in my brain? But yeah. it doesn't always feel easy to say that kind of stuff to friends or people you're in relationship with. So I love therapy for that reason and many more. I do too. I totally agree, especially because therapy is a dedicated chunk of time. Like for me, it's an hour a week where I really focus on my self-care. It's like I think of it as a you know gym for my brain and my heart. And it's so important mm -hmm. to 
take care of yourself in that way. And like you said, Joy, you can't always unburden on your friends. And I think a lot of us sometimes don't talk about what's going on with us because we feel guilty asking somebody to help us work through something. But that's literally a therapist's job. And I think that's why it works so well. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash drama today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash drama. I know there's a couple folks out there that don't know what they're doing for this summer yet. Um, So we have that solved for you. We figured it out. You are going to go to CheapCaribbean.com to find deals on all your favorite all-inclusive destinations, and you're going to spend your summer in paradise. Yeah, guys, come on. Take a break. You work hard. Everybody's working so hard. Mm. Swim up to the bar in Punta Cana or sit with your toes in the sand on the shores of Cancun. You can score an extra $175 off site-wide vacations of four nights or more now through June 3rd. Summer is going to be here before you know it. So do your deal and find vacays in your price range at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. Now that Nathan seems to kind of be on the other side of that darkness and you guys are prepping for a kid, as we you know wrap up the high school years, what was your mindset knowing that you were going to have to work with like a baby? And uh, I say it like it's disgusting. With a baby. baby. (laughs) That's a lot for like any actor, but especially a young actor who doesn't have a lot of experience with babies. You know, did you grow up babysitting? No, 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 no. (laughs) Okay. I I still don't have a lot of like experience with babies. Like I'm still very uncomfortable holding a baby because I think I'm going to break it. You know, like it's, it's, I don't have like, if there's, it's, so at the time, yeah, I remember um, being, yeah, not not so much like scared of working. Like, I like kids. I like babies and stuff, but I just don't like, <laughs> I don't know how to be around them. And I'm, I'm also, I'm really bad with kids as well. Like, I'm so lucky that like. What? That's not true. You were so great with Jackson. Yeah, but Jackson's like different, you know, like Jackson was, he was a, so, a, like, chill. so extroverted and so chill yeah. and so funny. And like, he just wanted to play, but like. I struggle with kids who are shy because I'm shy. So yeah. if like, if there's a kid mm-hmm. who's shy, I think that they can see like, they, I'm just like, they don't like me. Like that kid, oh. that kid knows, oh. that kid knows I'm a bad person. I'm just going to stay away. Uh-huh. Like, oh, so I was no. afraid that I would be like, have some really awkward relationship with like the kid that's supposed to you know, oh. say. You're just paranoid. You're going to have a staring contest for five years. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Looking at each other, just like, Exactly. What are you going to do? Yep. And I did have to learn, you know, like with Jackson, I feel like I was talking to him like he was a kid for a little bit. And, you know, he was like, dude, you don't have to talk to me like that. Nobody's talked to me like that since I was three, man. Like, <laughs> He's like five. <laughs> like that. Yeah. Kids, yeah. Are, kids are great at telling you that, though. They'll, they'll let you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He told me my, he told me, oh, dude, the funniest thing ever. I guess this is a next season story, but I, I picked him up one time. And was like, what's up, man? He was like, ooh, your breath. Oh, oh no. 
Oh, I was like, my gosh. I'll go get a mint. Yeah, like, kids yeah. are oh. hard. <laughs> <laughs> They're hard. I told Joy and Hillary this, but I don't, James, I don't know if you remember, because I, I, I do recall Lisa and I both being pretty horrified. So we may have come to set saying this, but there was a day, because, you know, kids have different hours. They are yeah. not at work all the time that we are. And we were having one of those days, you know, you said this earlier, the hair and makeup trailer is like the hub of the whole show. <laughs> and Lisa and I were getting ready to do a scene. And so I'd gone through makeup and I was in hair and she'd gone through hair and she was in makeup. And Jackson comes in to get ready for the scene. And he looks at Lisa and he goes, what happened to you? Stop. And she goes, what? And he goes, you look weird. And she just said, oh, well, I don't have any makeup on yet. You know, we're getting ready. And he goes, oh, wow. yeah, you look better with makeup on. Stop! He's shaking his head and walked <laughs> down to the other end of the trailer. And we were like, oh, the honesty of children. Oh, God, it hurts. Uh, it was so, like, and the whole place just fell out. Like, I thought Tim was going to fall down laughing. <laughs> oh, it's, and you're, so it's like, what are you going to do? They just tell you what no. you think, what they think. Exactly. Yeah. They, they, it's, it's, and he was a perfect representation of that because oh. he was like, and and he's such a good kid. He was he just had a yeah. heart of gold, mm. and and so no matter what he said, it was just it was funny. James, <laughs> yeah. how old were you when you did your first like job? Like how old were you on set when you were first starting? I was. I think the first time I was on set, I was like six six years old. Yeah, something like that. I think you and yeah. I were like the only child actors on our show. Everybody else had started later in life. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. So did that affect kind of like, do you feel like that made you protective of him because you'd been in that space before? Yeah. Um, I think it made me look back at my childhood a little differently, you know, like I, I, I definitely mm. felt like just drawn to him because I just feel it was impossible not to be drawn to, to, to Jackson. Um, mm -hmm. But um but I did, I do remember thinking like, this kid's working a lot, you know? Yeah. Um, and then I remember thinking like, did I do that? Like, did I work a lot when I was a kid? Like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. It just kind of makes you, gives you a little bit of a bird's eye view of the whole thing. Um, mm -hmm. And, but I think for the most part, you know, like I, I really recognized in him, like why I fell in love with sets as a kid um, and why mm -hmm. I've always felt like the most home like home the most on a set because um, he's like, he engaged so much with everyone. Like he really mm -hmm. like that set was a playground for him. Yeah. And even if he was working a lot, I always felt like he, he really was having a good time was, and there yeah. wasn't any place he would rather be um, because mm -hmm. he had so many friends there, you know, yeah. like, and mm -hmm. he, he really, he was the type of kid who was really curious and everyone would give, even though we were on a, a, you know, we're on a TV set, like time is money, but there was never a time where like, we, we never had um, like not enough time for Jackson. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like script supervisor, production assistant, director, like if he wanted to talk to you, if he had a question, like mm -hmm. you were going to spend time with him. And, and, and so I feel like, um, you know, that, seeing that i was like oh well yeah no wonder i'm no wonder i'm still here because it's it's pretty cool to be on set when you're a kid yeah. um, mm -hmm. under the right circumstances right i'm sure you know it can go very yeah. very wrong very easy for it to go wrong yeah. but i feel like we had he a had, safe um, space a, for him he had a safe space yeah well and you know what's cool you're making me realize i remember when 
in the later seasons, we all started directing. Mm-hmm. I I don't know if it was like, I, I envision it as being like a water cooler conversation. We didn't have a water cooler, but you know what I mean. <laughs> I remember all of us talking about how we'd been doing this job for so long, but then directing episodes, it it reignites the whole thing and it makes everything new again. And I don't think I had considered it until you just said it. I think Jackson showing up in season five was was the first version of that. Mm. He made the whole set new again for everybody. And we were like, whoa, this is really cool. Yeah, seeing it through his eyes. A hundred percent that happened. It's special when you get that in a long running job. When you get things that make it feel brand new again years in, like that's really, really special. Yes. With the directing part of it, James, like when you watch an episode like this one, like 418 back, now that Mm. you've directed so much, what stands out to you? Like, what would you have done differently in a situation like this? Uh, oh, like with this particular episode? Yeah. Um, I don't know if I would have done anything differently. I think what really stood out to me was, you know, that our show had a specific style. You know, um, there were certain things. I don't want to say like formulaic. In a, it's not formulaic in a bad way, but by this time in the show, we had a formula, right? And well, it's we, a familiarity that the audience relies on. So you can't stray too far from it on purpose. Yeah, yeah. And there's like a rhythm and there's certain things that happen that that sort of, there's certain things that happen technically that signal what's about to happen for you. So like, as we're getting into, you know, the coda is a thing that has been around for a while. And I think, I think our show did really well. Um, but like there were certain things that happened like to get us into the coda. Like, you know, you're coming, you're, you're getting close to the coda when you start to see like a couple crane shots and stuff. And, you know, mm. it's not just the end mm. of a crane shot because they cut it for time. It's like, okay, now we're slowing things down a bit. Now we're going to sort of, you know, you know, I guess we're going to sort of hypnotize you a little bit and like mm. lull you into like a sense of something as we go into, you know, then we'll cue the music and then you're just like floating away with us as we cut between characters. So um, stuff like that. Yeah. It was cool to see that. Cause you know, I think that stuff was like pretty consistent throughout the entire life of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and mm-hmm. so I, I recognized a lot of it in this episode and David Jackson, I remember being, um, a really good dude. Good I liked dude. him a lot. I liked his energy. I liked the way he ran a set. Um, and so, mm. you know, at, at the time, you know, I, I wasn't looking at David Jackson's, I wasn't thinking about David Jackson's like visual choices or directorial choices. I was just thinking about like my experience with him personally on a set, but it was cool mm. to, to watch um, what he was doing as a director, you know, this time around. Yeah. Did you, um, cool. when you look for things to direct now, what it what kind of projects excite you? I love stuff that doesn't take itself too seriously. Um, <laughs> I love stuff that's a little tongue in cheek dramedy, you know. Um mm-hmm. I've always just like been really taken with the Adam McKay's and the David O. Russell's of the world oh, where yeah. um I think David O. Russell's is is probably the best example because he can like that guy can tear my you know, his movies can tear my heart out and make me laugh hysterically at the same time. And there's something about that seesaw that I really love and gravitate towards. So, um, yeah. It's so cool. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, I'm so glad we got you to come on this show, James. Yeah. Oh, well, it's been a pleasure, you, guys. Yeah. yeah. Is there anything you have coming up that you want to talk about before we spin our wheel and all that stuff? What, what, besides everyone is doing great, which we talked about in our last chat, but um, is there anything else you want to Um. Yeah, I got a, um, a film coming out here. I don't know if it's coming out soon. It's called Red Right Hand. Um, some producers from our show, Ian and Nash and Nelms, um, they directed that film. Um, Alex and I are both in it. So cool. that's, that's, oh, that's fun. And we are, I don't want to give too much away, but we're, we're playing it's it's a we got to do a departure from what we usually do so um so yeah the really excited time. about that it's but other than that i'm just like we're just editing season two um we'll be doing that for the next like seven months um in this in this room actually Stephen's <laughs> gonna be here any minute <laughs> i love how collaborative you and your wife are you know and and mm, yeah coming up in our industry i didn't have industry parents you didn't have industry mm -hmm. parents like there was no example for how you're supposed to formulate a relationship that makes sense with the hours we work and with like the weirdness uh -huh. of our job and so mm. finding someone you can collaborate with is vital and i love yeah. that you guys are doing all these projects together she's cool james yeah oh yeah she's amazing she's amazing she's um lady. thanks for saying that i think it's definitely uh, um i mean it's the only way to survive in this industry too. I think like if you're going to be in this industry and have a partner in this industry that has like the same job as you, like it, I feel like it's probably pretty easy for it to get competitive. Like you got to go the other way. You got to yeah. just like lift each other up and help each other out and work together. Um, yeah. It's, you know, I feel like it's the only way I can't imagine doing it any other way, you know? Well, it's really special. And it's like, it is to Hillary's point. It's very inspiring because you know, especially for all of us, when we talk about the things that we share in those nine years, like getting kind of yanked out of your life for 10 months a year can be really disruptive. Mm -hmm. And to see the way that you guys are literally building your life around being able to make sure you can be in places together is awesome. Mm -hmm. And you uh. guys are making such cool shit. So like, <laughs> it's fun, it's fun to root for you, you know, as our friend who is happy and also to root for the things that you two as partners are making. That's all really, really cool. And, you know, oh, thanks. I'm definitely a lucky guy for oh, sure. Yeah. And I, so. and I want to say, you know, on behalf of the three of us, I know it was like, you know, cats in a bag trying to get all four of our schedules to line up to get you on this show. Like. The fans kept being like, when's he coming? And we were like, yeah. we've literally been working on it for a year. <laughs> like, we've literally been trying so hard. And the fact that you were able to kind of scissor out this time for us this morning and, and make you. sure you could be here was really special. Absolutely. So thank you. Yeah. No, I mean, you, you guys have always been there for, for me and for us. And, um, you know, I really appreciate that. And I'm really happy for all of you and the podcast. Like, it's it's such a success and people love it. And it's um it's it's really cool to you know you're not just doing this you know all we, we feel the rest of us from the show we feel it as well you know like we're mm. you know i feel the love from the show through your guys's show and um you've really brought it back around in a way that i never knew was possible and uh that's that's really awesome so thanks for having me thanks. i really appreciate thanks. it thanks bud baby oh, we gotta yeah. spin a wheel that's how you become an official Ooh. drama queen we have to spin a wheel <laughs> together <laughs> Oh, we spin a wheel. We spin oh, a wheel. Yeah. Most likely to. Okay. Like a yearbook, most likely to. So this week, okay. our superlative, oh, wow. you have to pick one of our actor friends, but also a character. 
So <laughs> this is perfect for today's conversation. Who's most likely to babysit your kids? Who's the most likely to babysit your kids? Uh, uh, you know who has babysat my kids? Antoine. When George was a baby, she would not sleep. She just absolutely would not sleep. And Antoine and I were doing a movie together, and I watched him pick her up, put her in one arm, like hold her in this real weird way, and she was out in like two minutes. <laughs> and I was just like, what? <laughs> yeah, he has That's skills. Amazing. Literally. Awesome. Literally. Well, knowing that, I feel like that'd be a pretty safe choice. Um, but, you know, I think I'm going to go with Barbara. Um, it, yeah. If she could give my kid like an ounce of the juju that her kids have, <laughs> then I feel like yep. my yes. kid would be fine. You know, like her, what she's done with her family and their their whole crew, man, yes. that's so cool. Um, they're, they're awesome. And I mean, Barbara is just, um, she's a hero to me. So yeah. Aww. she'll Aww. cry if she hears you said she that, will. James. <laughs> she loves she you so much. She's amazing. What character? Haley, I'd say she's got she's yeah <laughs> yeah I guess so right yeah or Karen go. or Karen yeah yeah Karen would be great like not Rachel <laughs> not, not Rachel like, like, like not Rachel like, not Rachel <laughs> yeah not no, Dan Scott not, not Rachel there are a few <laughs> definite no's. sweet all right well next week we have episode four nineteen and we are barreling towards graduation we're almost out of the high school years James I'm so glad that you could come and be a part of high school with us. <laughs> thanks for having me really appreciate it hey thanks for listening don't forget to leave us a review you can also follow us on instagram at drama queens oth or email us at drama queens at iheartradio.com see you next time we're all about that high school drama girl drama girl all about them high school queens We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl. Drama girl. Cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens. Smart girl, rough girl, fashion but you're tough girl. You could sit with us, girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens. Drama, drama queens, drama queens. I know there's a couple folks out there that don't know what they're doing for this summer yet. Um, so we have that solved for you. We figured it out. You are going to go to CheapCaribbean.com to find deals on all your favorite all-inclusive destinations, and you're going to spend your summer in paradise. Yeah, guys, come on. Take a break. You work hard. Everybody's working so hard. Mm. Swim up to the bar in Punta Cana or sit with your toes in the sand on the shores of Cancun. You can score an extra $175 off site-wide vacations of four nights or more now through June 3rd. Summer is going to be here before you know it. So do your deal and find vacays in your price range at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Boy, I've spent definitely a significant amount of time in therapy in my life. And I think there's just so many layers to life that can be hard to navigate. And having somebody there to just talk through things really makes, it makes the days easier sometimes. It's a simple truth, no matter who you are. Mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. I don't know about y'all. I love the holidays, and they also stress me out. <laughs> Yesterday, I was trying to get everybody's gifts wrapped, 
And I just needed a second. I was on my fourth paper cut and I was like, okay, take a walk around the house, <laughs> calm yourself down. And you know what I did? I went and got myself a cookie and I felt better. So all I'm saying <laughs> is if you're tired or besieged by paper cuts, I think you deserve a cookie too. I agree. Guys, Keeper <laughs> Sandies are buttery. They're shortbread cookies made with delicious ingredients like cranberries, pecans, and almonds. And each Keebler Sandy shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by those cute little Keebler elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth. When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies. It's the perfect treat that'll keep you going. Next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for a Keebler Sandy's shortbread cookie to enjoy a simple moment of comfort. You guys, have you heard about Squarespace? You must have, because I talk about it all the time. Their website has helped me with my businesses, but it will also help you grow your business. And it really does take the guesswork out of building a website. They have so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. Now, one of our favorite product features is the Fluid Engine. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with a best-in-class website template and then customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. Stretch your imagination online with Fluid Engine built in and ready to go on any new Squarespace site. Go to squarespace.com slash drama for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain.